Okay, now I have Craig in here. Oh, there we go. Can you guys hear me? Yes. It says yeah. my uh, connection's kind of wonky. I hear you just fine. So someone should probably start with an introduction. Hi, guys. Okay. <laughs> so this is the start of our first podcast. Uh, we're calling it the Red Zone Podcast for now. Um, I like the I name. someone could pick I, a better name. Uh, yeah, pretty much. It's a fine name for now. Oh, yeah. It works. It gets the job done. Okay, so you can hear me, but I can't hear you guys. R wait, really? That's what? Are you there? We might have to re-record this intro. You can record for several hours and just turn the audio. I know, but for editing purposes, it'll happen. Perhaps. Ken. You good? No. no. <laughs> Hello. You hear us now. I don't know if he's talking. What? I said I think it finally went through. Thank God. Can you hear? Can you hear? Yes. Yay. All right, so then this and let us know when you're ready. I am pretty much ready. All right. So the podcast is mainly going to consist of us three, uh, including me, Day, is the best way to, to pronounce it and best name to call me. It's easier to pronounce. And me, hello, and Ken. You can call me Ken or whatever. Whatever floats your boat. I'm easy going. And me. I'm Isaac here. You can just call me Isaac. Where's that? I'm going to respond to both. Yep, so this is the this is the Red Zone podcast. And uh what what were we gonna make this podcast about? Were we still uh, back and forth on it or is it just kinda gonna be its own thing? We just come on here, ramble, catch up, talk news. Yeah, mostly like Twitch news or other related things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Either that, um, 
well, that including mental health, uh, streamer mental health, and um, yeah, yeah, some various topics related to streaming. Yes. Maybe we so. can give our own updates, things like behind the scenes that we've been doing or something like that. Mm, yes. Yes, that but, would actually be oh, pretty hey, neat. Hey, I'm going to update my computer. Something like that, you know? That'd be pretty so we neat. We can all nerd out on computer shit. I swore. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, if there's any uh, GPUs available, then I can probably show how to actually build a PC. Oh, because I'm trying to make a whole Good another luck. one, but I. Hmm? Good luck. <laughs> yeah, my there's... brother and I were talking about the shortage, and it's just. Ugh. Yeah. A uh, funny thing about that. So apparently, now don't don't take. Don't take uh, this uh, with anything other than a grain of salt, but apparently NVIDIA has a whole entire um, ship full of uh, graphics cards that's got lost somewhere in the middle of the sea. I think it was like a month or two ago. And they're all, they have like a whole bunch of like uh, 3,000 RTX cards and 2,000 RTX cards on there. That is wild. But I don't doubt it. Apparently. Uh, according to PC Gamer, um, that's not quite true. Well, hey, that, that's also what this podcast is about, debunking <laughs> the, uh, mm -hmm. uh, debunking the inevitable. There you go, yeah. We'll just like, so I heard this, and then I heard this, otherwise. Right. Exactly. Helping I so, started my source. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how about we give a little bit more context about one another? So like, I don't know, give a backstory. What you got? Uh, what got you into streaming? And uh, let's tell everyone how. Uh, just a little bit about ourselves. A little bit more than just uh, our names. Yes. Uh, okay. my backstory. It, it starts similar to how a lot of streamers are starting out where I had lost my job due to COVID and I had wanted to do streaming during my work, uh, my 9 to 5 job if you will, but uh, I, I just couldn't make the time for it as I'm also a college student. Yay! Education in America! Woo! Um, and so I decided to take the journey to start streaming. And ever since I've I've done it, I have been <laughs> way more interested in doing anything related to streaming than hell half the time doing my homework. <laughs> I started streaming um, because I've got children's and having myself and my partner working full-time jobs was not really ideal for childcare. So it was just kind of something I've been doing it on and off for years now, but 
I didn't really bother to make the effort to actually kind of just do it, do it until rather recently. And it really didn't help that I got my Twitch account hacked and that was out of my control for about two years or so until I finally was like, Twitch, here's my ID. Give me my an account back. And they finally did. <laughs> but yeah, um, I have some internet issues and some computer issues. I try to work through them. And to me, that's kind of part of the fun of it. It's like, I'm trying, you know? I'm trying. That's all someone sure. can do sometimes. You work with what you got. Which is why I always tell people, if you've got a phone and it's got internet connection, you can start streaming. Yep, and it doesn't matter what it is either. You can stream Candy Crush. If that's what you want to do, then just do it. No, I... Go I would like to premise uh, or go off what you said and um, and say that Streaming is not for everybody. Um, it, it involves if you want to do it full time, then then it's it may not be for everybody. It involves a a lot of work. It's uh, it's it's, it's tough. It's like it's like any other job. It re requires a lot of work, but at the same time, if you do it for say a hobby, then that's a different story. Yeah, like I guess like I kind of fall in between the categories because like for me this is also a hobby, but it's also like a dream. So I kind of pursue it like a job, but I work a regular job. So I guess like my backstory to getting into streaming was I'm a big uh, YouTube addict. Uh, honestly, you guys both probably don't know about how much YouTube I digest. It's probably close to, uh, I want to give or say probably like the 70, 80 hours a week between just listening to different content or um, getting news updates and stuff for the stuff I'm interested in, like anime, certain Twitch streamers, drama, just just a whole bunch of uh, my nerdy, geeky stuff. But um, I really started getting into YouTube before Twitch, and... I started putting my efforts into making a full-time job out of doing YouTube. And then kind of like an epiphany hit where I wanted to stream. So I decided, I was like, well, I'm already aiming to get a uh, build a gaming computer. And when I went to go look, uh, there's no GPUs on the market. So I had to kind of settle with uh, getting a laptop, but that's kind of... That's kind of the best way to go right now at this point, because even on the used market for graphics cards, they are uh, kind of pinching pinching pennies there. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I just kind of got into streaming. Uh, I knew I knew Day for a little bit before I started streaming, and then I. Uh, I started making a lot of friends. I started making a lot of friends thanks to to her streams. And one of the 
Yeah, one of the biggest highlights one of the biggest highlights for me is um if I had never met either one of you and like half the other people that I I try to talk to on a daily basis for streaming, I probably would be 30 times less happier than what I am right now. Like you guys really like pulled me in, you know, made me feel like whole. It is like I enjoy I enjoy making friends and just like talking and just like getting to know people and communicating and and working with people. So that kind of environment kind of drew me into trying to push streaming a little bit more full time. So that's where I'm kind of at now. But (laughs) that's my backstory to it. I love it. So I uh, heard you talk about the graphics cards shortage and, um, I can totally agree. I went to um, a Minnesota uh, PC parts store, and the the only way that uh, we were able to make Cornbread's PC was the fact that they had nothing in the 3000 series left, but they had in stock graphics cards. Um, and and the person that we had talked to, because I had convinced Cornbread to to look for PC parts and see if uh, if they had everything in stock since they had the graphics card, um, the person who we talked to told us, "Oh yeah, if you want to build a PC, uh, I would I would do it today because of the fact that um, as soon as those graphic cards get listed online, which was going to be later that day, then they would instantly get sold. So mm. I feel like one of the main ways to get a graphics card is to to go down to your local PC parts store and just check when they're getting their next shipment of, of cards and just try to figure that out. But even then, not everyone can do that. So it's, it's, it's tough. It's, it's tough. Yeah, the closest computer parts store to me is an hour away. Yeah, mine's about the same. It's about an hour, hour and a half, and that's at a mine is mine is a micro center. But every time that I, I've been to micro center. Hmm. I love micro center. (laughs) Yes, they are so amazing. But both, well, I have uh, in my state, I have two. So I've been to both on two separate occasions. But I've been to both. Uh, I think it was what five times between the two, and every time I've been, they don't have any graphics cards that I want in stock. I mean, they have the uh, AMD Radeon, uh, like the 6900 XT and stuff, but I, oh, wow. I don't, I don't want that. I, I want an NVIDIA card, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, I hear you. Oh, that's wild that you uh, mentioned Micro Center because uh, that is the store that I was talking about. <laughs> Uh, as well as oh, Micro Center uh, is a good 45 minutes hour away drive from where I am and I'm still me and Cornbread are willing to do that drive whenever just because we both love the store and all the, the parts that they have. Anytime we need something for our PCs we go to <laughs> go to Micro Center. Yeah, the closest yeah. one to me is in St. Louis Park. Minnesota, and that is like three or four hours from me. Sheesh. 
Yeah, mine's I have one in Parksville, uh, Maryland, and one in Rocksville, Maryland. So it's well for where for where exactly I live at, it's about an hour, hour and a half, give or take. And it also depends on how. Well, I'm not gonna be a bad role model here. It depends on how fast you drive and uh, traffic. Yeah, if I take the main highway from here, it's three hours and five minutes. So it's 230 miles away. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> that is a hike hike. That reminds me of when I went to um that reminds me of when I went to, went to Virginia and uh it was my first time going to Virginia and I found out they had a whole bunch of mountains and stuff. It all the roads were super windy and I ended up I ended up I don't want to say hating Virginia but literally everywhere you go the roads are so tight and narrow and windy cuz I went all the way to southwest yeah, was it Southwest Virginia? I was near the tip, almost into um, was it Tennessee? I want to say about an hour away or something like that. I I will never drive on those roads that way again. Good lord, I scared Oof. myself, and I'm a pretty decent driver. Oof, I would get so much anxiety. Oh my god, couldn't do Graham it. Graham one time tried to like quiz me on if you go up a road on a mountain that's a only wide enough for one car. Do you go? Do you keep driving if there's a car come oncoming, or do you go reverse down the mountain? It's like that's dangerous. I would just not drive around the mountain. That's what I would freaking do. No. See, I I like looking at the views and stuff when driving by mountains and stuff. But the problem is, I hate. I don't know. It's just the layout from when I went was. Just I don't know. It was bad. Like I understand narrow and windy roads, but I'm going up and down hills while swinging these narrow, windy roads, and everyone's going like 60, 70 miles per hour. And where I where I live at, the fastest we go, um, the fastest we go is when we head towards like Baltimore at like 70, 70, 75, give or take. Um. The roads are pretty much straight. There's not like any sharp narrow turns or dips where you have to dive down, uh, dive down like a hill and then come back up. I, I, I just don't. I don't know. It's just not me. I can't imagine driving roads like that. I would be so damn anxious. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even like going across the freaking canal in Duluth, like. Natural formations tend to give me anxiety, and I don't know why. But I also have a fear of bridge collapsing ever since it happened in Minneapolis. So it's like, I do not want to go. I will stay in Minnesota, or I will go the long way to go to Wisconsin through that. Ooh, what is Wisconsin like? Because I've always wanted to go there and it's made there's a lot of llamas what about the cheese i've only driven through wisconsin um and it's flat it's very flat and there's a lot of llamas (laughs) okay now i want a pet llama this this is a thing that's going to happen now there was a llama in the newspaper once for sale it's 75 dollars and I'm like, Mom, can we get a llama? And she's like, where are you going to keep the llama? I'm like, I can just keep it outside. And she's like, well, what if it gets cold? 
then I'll take the llama inside. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. If we live in a single wide trailer. I'm like, I will I will take care of this llama. This this will be my pet llama. I will take it to school if it's a problem. I see, that's what I want. I wanna I want like some sort of exotic animal as a pet. That'd be pretty neat. That that we would sadly never got the llama. I'm very sad. I would have named it Steve. That would have been dope. <laughs> there was uh, a thing for it. She didn't want the llama in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was about a month ago. Someone in uh someone in Delaware was selling a, a pet monkey. And I was sitting there looking at it and I was like, this would be amazing to have, except for one single problem. I I don't want to make it mad at all. <laughs> and I, I don't know how that. I don't know how to take care of a monkey. Like it, you know how to take care of a cat. You know how to take care of a dog. Like generic animals, yes. A monkey, I I don't know how to take care of a monkey. I had a neighbor who had a monkey. It was pretty cool. I was like nine though, so I don't remember much about the monkey, but yeah, he would just have it on his shoulder all the time. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, I got to see. Ooh, nice, nice. I got to see a few, not, I wouldn't say exotic animals, but um, for some reason, one of my mom's ex boyfriends had two of every animal. Uh, well, not every animal, I should say. Um, there were doves, rabbits, geese, which is where I learned that geese hiss. Um, <laughs> which is a weird Ooh. sound. Um, <laughs> and then it at first I was I was like, there's snakes in his vehicle. Um, and then I saw the, 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 the goose open its mouth and the hissing noise came out and I was like, what is going on? Um, <laughs> but, um, see people, people talk about like wanting to own exotic animals and that's awesome. Um, an awesome idea, I should say. Um, but like, for example, a fox, right? Is, you know, I think they play like a cat and love like a dog i believe is how it how people say it but but when it comes to taking care of them oh my gosh you need they need a lot of them yeah like they are very destructive too and that that probably goes for most exotic animals. So anyone they, they who, who on everything, <laughs> right? Anyone who owns an an exotic animal or takes care of one is a trooper. I would yeah, love I'd to give have myself a fox, but a fox. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be dope. That would actually be I pretty dope. I just need the room for it. That's the only thing. I live in a small two-bedroom apartment. I don't have room for a fox. I don't even have room for a dog. That is mood, and yet somehow I still have two cats in here. I have three. That's why I don't have room for a dog. (laughs) (laughs) I want to get another one, but I I don't know if I want to get a kitten or not. My kitten is attacking my other cat, and I don't know why, per se. I... 
understand that. Um, I personally have three cats. Um, my oldest dislikes the 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 second the middle child, and then my youngest likes everybody. But then my oldest mainly likes the youngest one, and then the middle child is just like I love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my oldest cat, my oldest, one I've had the longest, um, he's the second oldest, he's the middle. He, uh, him and my brother's cat, when we lived in Hermantown, they used to always go outside. And we would always have skunks in the yard because they would play with them. It's like, you guys suck. Because my mom worked a night job, so she'd have to leave at night, and she'd have to walk outside to this family of skunks and the two cats. She's like, why are you guys playing with the cats, or with the skunks? Stop it. Go inside. And of course they wouldn't. they just play with the skunks more. And uh, they stopped playing with the skunks when my cat got sprayed. He came in, and it was just reeking of skunk, and we didn't, like, the whole tomato juice thing. We didn't have any. We had tomato paste. And I texted my mom. I'm like, hey, if you smell skunk when you get home, it's because my cat's an idiot. Um, so we bathed him with tomato paste. And my mom's like, are you sure he got sprayed? I'm like, yeah. She's like, it doesn't smell like skunk at all. I'm like, yeah, you might want to get some more tomato paste. I used it. She's like, wait, really? Like, that worked? I'm like, yeah. We used tomato paste and the cat shampoo and it knocked the smell out completely so yeah don't use tomato juice tomato paste i will keep that in mind oh yeah if you ever have a pet get sprayed tomato paste it's thicker <laughs> and it works he was staying pink for a little bit but it, it, the pink washed out after a couple days like just cat grooming <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it works. Yes. I will stand by that to this day. And so will my mom. She apparently also uh, had a co-worker had the same thing. Her dog got sprayed. She's like, tomato paste, not juice. And it works. There's a lot of, like, um, there's a lot of hearsay stuff that works for a lot of people. Um, I remember, I don't recommend anyone doing this, and I don't, actually, I'm going to save that story. I'll, that's a that's a private story, because I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> oh, you built us up. Now people are going to be curious on when we will eventually hear this story. I want to hear this story. I mean, I have, well, I have plenty of other story times I could share, but this is, that that one that one people might be offended by so well i i can i can use mine as an example then so when i was little um my dad's side of the family is all country folk they grew up in the woods they know how to do everything there is out in the country they go hunting all the time so um I guess when I was little, my mom, my mom took us over to his family's house 
and at his family's house normally everyone there they either um drink or smoke well i think my dad had me and like i wouldn't stop crying or whatever and my uncle um what is it? He put some rum on his finger and rubbed my gums with it, and apparently it knocked me out. And my mom was so mad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is such an old, old quote of life. Break or whatever. My mom wouldn't because. Um, she had that for her when she was a kid and it made her incredibly sick. So she's like, I'm not doing that to my kids. No, no, no. Yeah, I completely feel that. It, that's, well, I wasn't trying to completely build up the hype. I have another story that's like that, but it's not me per se. So... That's uh that's another one I will like I said I'll tell that one in private. But yeah, I didn't apparently I went to sleep. But um my dad's side of the family is completely uh they are completely out there. They will they will do stuff for fun. Um that is uh probably not appropriate for anyone. I remember we had a family reunion once and I was thirsty. And I went and I got a grape, I got a grape Fanta and I put it down on this picnic bench because we had it at like a park, this giant family reunion. I put it down at a, on a picnic bench and, you know, walked away and went and played some more football. I came back and I've, I didn't even remember I drank, I drank a, a good portion of my drink and I started drinking it. And I didn't know that my uncle spiked my drink. No. <laughs> And yeah, and it was uh, it wasn't just a regular spike either. I had a apparently I had a little bit of peach moonshine, and um, that was I was like fifteen, sixteen at the time, so I was a little bit That's older. Insane. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much my dad's side of the family. They will uh. They will spike your drink and do a whole bunch of other uh, fun stuff to you. Quote, unquote. Yeah, that's I, I don't terrible. Know. Yeah. It, I, I look at it like this. So, I don't appreciate them doing that. I mean, what happened, what happened after that was funny because they got a good laugh out of it. They were like, <laughs> look at him he's drunk i mean like i'm pretty sure most like i'm pretty sure most uh teenagers at least around that age like between 15 and 17 you go out and you you know try new things in the world like you uh some people sneak out the parties some people go to parties some people drink some people smoke it's it's just life when you hit around the, those teenage years well teenagers yeah. Yep. So, I mean, me being the little nerdy Chad that I was, you know, I don't drink. All I do is sit inside my house and, you know, play Dragon Ball, go bowling, and do a whole bunch of other random stuff. 
So me getting drunk was like one of the most uh, funniest things though, because we ended up we ended up playing football, but. I remember I got tackled hard and like twisted my ankle and everything else. And like, I didn't feel it. Didn't even know until after, uh, I started to sober up and I was like, ow, why do I feel all sore? <laughs> like I look back at it. I look back at it. It's funny, but I was like, I don't recommend it whatsoever, but, uh, I, I've had some funny, uh, funny stories just like that. That was the only time that, uh, my dad's side of the family did something like that to me. Other than that, I just had some some crazy uh crazy story with friends that are similar. I hear that my dad's side of the family is equally I mean, yeah, pretty pretty much like that. Um which which uh which leads to, to really uh interesting development, I think so. Um, my my psychology teacher l used to love me, um, because of my answer to the nature versus nurture question, and I'm like, it's both. <laughs> it's more so nurture in my opinion, but you can be born a certain way. Um, especially seeing you know, depending on who your parents are, and y you watch them. Those the, that's your role model, or those are your role models. So, uh, you know, you kind of shape yourself around said role models. What what you should do, shouldn't do, moral compass, etc. Yeah, I, I, I like that because that's. I want to say that's pretty much like every single kid because like both my daughter and my son look at me and see like how hard I'm working like all these hours and stuff like that and they miss me constantly but they know that you know I'm always taking care of them and taking spending time with them when I can so glad they understand that that's awesome I'm just I don't know how to put it like I I love the fact that, you know, when you're younger and you can view like, because it's not only just parents too. You can have other, um, you can have other people impact your life and become your role models as well. Yeah, I have a. Yeah, That's true. I've had uh, other adults beside my parents be inspirational, and you know, I've looked up to them. I hear you. Yeah, I find I just find it funny because like I find well this this is what I really find funny is like when you're young like that you feel really like optimistic and like you want to live up to their standards and then when it, like looking back at it now as an adult I'm kind of glad in a, in a way I'm kind of glad that like I looked up to them for those values and then as the older I became and you know the more life experience that I um I gathered. I can start to view my own opinions and start to um, think outside of not only their box and see why, like, hey, you know, I look up to you for, like, these reasons, but now I can also see you as a person. I can see, you know, who you are as a person and why, you know, you know, why you're like this and stuff. 
Definitely, definitely. Sorry, I'm so, having a debate on whether my internet, like, the thing we have for internet, it's always on. I'm trying to explain, like, it's always in use, unfortunately, so that's going to kind of eat up at it. Ingram's like, no, it's probably just effective. And it's like, no, it's probably showing signs of wear. <laughs> How old is it? About a year old, but it's a mobile hotspot. Oh, okay. Interesting. So yeah, it's like I said, it's always in use. Right. Even after a year, stuff shows wear. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. So, Ken, earlier you had mentioned that you uh, consume a lot of YouTube content. Did your uh, did that spark your your love for content creating, or is your love for content creating what sparked such consumption of of well, content. Ooh. Um, it's a little bit of. I want to say it's a little bit of like everything. Um, when I uh, when I was little, um, we grew up in a a small town called uh, Trap here in Maryland, and it's like a really small country, like country, and okay. all my friends and stuff were in like the neighboring town, and I couldn't like really go see them so when i was little growing up my best friend was pretty much my little brother and me and him would play um, video games and watch tv off and on together and stuff and i remember like during the summer during the summers and stuff when we were when we were old enough and we uh didn't have to go to uh summer camp uh, me and him would pretty much just kind of like play video games and like record ourselves um playing video games on like old vhs tapes and then play it back and then i would take i had like some my dad had a whole bunch of like weird like connection cables composite cables and junk pretty much and uh, i figured out a way to hook it up to my computer and then i just started just playing around with um video editing for a while just like editing all the different fights and stuff but yeah, I was really young and I didn't know that YouTube existed because I found out YouTube was YouTube came out and when it was either 02 or 06. It, I want to say it's 06. I'm going to Google it. I think it was 06. I'm almost positive. When was YouTube created? 2005. 2005. Oh, Valentine's Day. Hey. <laughs> but, um, I yeah, didn't I think, know. Like, you... It was 2006 that that one video came up then. Me at the zoo. <laughs> Ooh. At, yes, I was early on then because I think 2000, between 2006 and 2007 is when I really started to, like, video edit and started to, um, 
do computer programming and stuff when I was at a still young and able to keep up with everything age. But um, yeah, I started to fall in love with, you know, watching back all the stuff that I would play, and then also watching, like, I guess you was, I guess I could say watching anime also helped too, because I watched a whole lot of like Dragon Ball and a whole lot of Shonen, but I wasn't scared to go dive into like a lot of other anime and stuff, and it was just the creativity through watching all these different genres of stuff where it inspired me to want to go like, hey, well, I can't draw, but I know how to make good content. I know how to make people laugh. I know how to make people smile. I naturally make I naturally make friends and, you know, just try to reach out and uh, extend myself a little bit farther than what I should. But I'm just really good at making friends and holding a conversation. I just ramble a lot. That's the only <laughs> downside. Oh, it's 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 a good thing, especially for what we're doing. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Right. That's pretty cool. What you said reminded me um, of Saturday morning cartoons. Which uh, which cartoon would you guys uh, wake up for? Pokemon. For me, it was. Oh, oh, nice. Very nice. Very nice. For me, it was Yu-Gi-Oh! and Sonic. Ooh. Yeah, I was a hardcore Pokemon kid. Aim, oh, yeah. but, but I was I was hardcore for... I don't know how to put it. I was hardcore for everything. My main show when I was little was Power Rangers, but... Nice. But the problem is, is like Saturday morning cartoons, it was like, okay, I'll wake up, I'll watch Power Rangers, I'll watch Pokemon. But normally on Saturday mornings is when I, um, they have the youth league for bowling around here. So I kind of missed a lot of uh, Saturday morning cartoons because I was bowling a lot around then. That's so cool, though. I didn't get into bowling league until high school. At oh, least you guys had bowling leagues? <laughs> my i i went to the alternative school um because i kept not going to school <laughs> and so like there wasn't a bowling league there so i ended up bowling for a different school um there was another yeah there was another kid on the team who went to the charter high school in town and he also was on that team so yeah there was like most of the kids actually went to that school and then there was me and that other kid who did not go to that school he used to go to that school and that's how i ended up getting in with them but otherwise i never went to that school it's the school my mom graduated from though and yeah, I went there once for anime club. Interesting. Ooh. How'd you like it? We watched that Nagima show. <laughs> I I I wasn't into it. Sorry to ruffle any panties, but I did not much care for that show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I almost thought you were trying to say you weren't into the anime club, and I was like, oh, 
It's okay. Oh no, we understand. The anime sounds cool, to have but <laughs> we made but our own. I, I originally went to Hermantown, and that was not a thing there. Huh. And I didn't know that they existed before. Otherwise, my group of friends and I probably would have started one. <laughs> I hear you. You should have. That would have been dope. Right? I don't think they have one still. They might, but I don't know. Everyone at that school is kind of jockey. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like how our school our school was. I wish we had a bowling team, though. We Well, even though we didn't have a bowling team, uh, me and uh, my friend Brennan, we actually... Um, made our own anime club, and we actually had a lot more people come into the club than we thought. We had about 20 people, which was more than what we thought we were going to get, because we were kind of like the outcasts in school. Same. Oh, how'd that go, the anime club? Uh, it actually went pretty well, except for this... Uh, we had it for two years, junior year and senior year of high school. Um, junior year, I was there a lot. Senior year, I was not there a lot. And I think both years I was a vice president, and I, I believe Brennan was the president because I was working at the time, and um, I got all my electives done early, and I was taking extracurricular college um, classes for culinary, so I would leave school early to go work my regular, oh, go do a class at um, the community college, and then also go to work afterwards. That sounds so busy. I like how y'all like had more interesting high school days than I did. Usually, I'd go I'd talk home right after school. I'd go straight home and smoke a bowl, <laughs> and then play some fucking Guitar Hero or something. You know, like see, I miss those just days. Just get high and play video games. That was my after school life. <laughs> For I me, um, my my high school experience was varying, very uh, very unique because of the fact that I started out ninth grade in one city, and then I had to move, and then my mom let me try online school tenth grade, and my stepdad at the time didn't like it because I wasn't going outside enough, in his opinion. He's one of those strict, um, kind of old-fashioned, stuck-in-his-ways kind of people. And uh, so I found this anime club that was uh, in my city, but it was at the local library, but my dad didn't always want to, like, take me there. So I had to try Aww. to like bike there or something and even then like half of the meetings or when I first found it it was in winter and he was still on my case about not uh not going outside or like not making enough friends and I'm like one I have online friends that I've made in school you just can't see them uh and I just don't talk to you about them because I don't like talking to you um <laughs> he was one of those uh kind of parents that I was like I, I, I don't like you um 
and and so he basically forced me to to stop going to online school and forced me into public school and so i started getting bullied again um but then i made my own anime club as well <laughs> we had a lot of people show up the first first meeting but then um this is an embarrassing story for me. This will this will be something spicy for this episode. Um, I embarrassed the shit out of myself because of the fact that um, if anybody's ever watched Hitalia, there's a little chibi Hitalia uh, bit at the end of the episode. Well, oh, I, I didn't know, know this. Yeah, yeah like the I didn't know this at the time, and I skipped it. Everyone who knew about Hitalia within the room, like, instantly groaned at me and was, and I, I instantly got flushed in the face and I tried to go back to it and it wasn't working because the, it was like school internet and it was just, it was a bad time. Uh, <laughs> but otherwise, Anime Club was pretty good. It was pretty cool. Yes. We found a photo of it from the other day. I put it in the, um, the text chat. That was, uh, that was, that was, how many years have I been out of high school? Good lord. I got out of high school entirely, and then I just got my diploma online. Noise. I wish I was smart, smart enough to do that. I don't have the focus for it, unfortunately. If I hadn't went to, if I hadn't went to public schools, I guarantee you I probably would not have graduated. And the sad part is, I feel like I would have done a lot better I would have done a lot better online, but surrounded by people, versus um, trying to do it by myself. Yeah, I was hella bullied in school, so like I didn't much care for it. I feel that on a spiritual level. For real. Me in my senior year, I was um, angst or like cut out from the. Um, I was even cut out from the outcasts because of another outcast who, like, grouped everyone against me. But then somebody from my past, in, uh, like, in high school, reached out to me, actually semi-recently, and because of my streaming, by the way, which is also very exciting. Um, it has also inspired me to keep streaming, is the fact that I've been able to catch up with so many old friends and such and make new ones. Um, but they they had told me that um and this is semi recently that um they they mainly thought that i had had just wanted nothing to do with the group and i was like <laughs> no 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 i just i just assumed that everybody hated me cuz y'all were still friends with her and she hated me and so i was just like i'm just going to do shit on my own over here right and just kind of get through the last year of school um <laughs> um but then i I don't know if this applies to you guys, but um, high school definitely gave me, or I should say most of public school, gave me two two impressions. One, that college was, like, going to be super, super hard, which, you know, it can be. But um, also that, like, because it was, for me, I was one of those quote-unquote, like, fast readers and 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 decent learners and you know high school was kind of easy for me so then i kind of like 
everyone was saying that, you know, oh, you're you're doing so good. You're getting such good grades. And then that also led to me partially tapering off in college and not doing as good as I could be or towards the end. And I don't, I just, uh, that applies, I was wondering if that applies to you guys. I was in gifted classes for a while. Um, when I transferred schools, I didn't have those classes. I had really bad ADHD too. So if I, I wasn't, if I wasn't interested in the topic, I would still have. And that got really bad in high school. And, and so nothing was interesting to me. A lot of the stuff I had already, you know, I already knew it. So, like, if I actually applied myself, my grades would have been better. But I just didn't even care to do the work. So. I feel that. I only recently that. got diagnosed with my ADHD, um, and I can only imagine having ADHD through through school. I, I mean, wasn't even diagnosed until and... like sixteen or fifteen, and the stupidest thing about that test that they had us do was you stared at a screen and had to push a button every single time it blinked. And it's like, I'm staring at the clock the whole time, just clicking the button when I see it in my peripheral or just like zoning out entirely. Because it's like, this is the most boring thing ever. So it's like, I think anyone who does that test is going to be shown to have ADHD, but... (laughs) But I also struggle with other things that have to do with ADHD. It's not just inability to pay attention to the same screen for an hour like but yeah like and my college experience was I had to drop out twice my first time was because we just had something going on at home and I ended up missing class, so I dropped out. Uh, The second time was because I had this vacation planned. And my first day of class, and at least once a week, if not more, I always told my teachers, like, just so you know, I am going to be going out of town for a week. And I missed a single, singular, single one class. And she dropped me from the whole program. That's insane. That's really dumb. That's almost... So I I just kind of stopped caring after that. I was doing full-time classes. I was working full-time still. And yeah. So it's like I'm working at night. Coming to class doing all my schoolwork, I'm still doing my schoolwork at work. Uh, that was just kind of a uh, a hit to my willingness to do it. 
I could probably go back to school, but I just kind of don't care right now. I don't know what I want to go to school for. I feel that. Because I'm kind of like in a similar boat. I've already paid for my classes for the fall. I just, Exciting. I don't know. Yeah, I'm hype, but there's there's just so much going on right now. Like for me, I dropped out of I dropped out of culinary school. Um, when was this? Like 2013? I dropped out of culinary school 2013 because I was already in um, advanced classes, and I probably do have ADHD. It's just not diagnosed, but I was even getting assistance to help with uh, my projects and stuff in school, and I still couldn't. I still couldn't keep up like mentally. I couldn't keep focused on just like trying to get the work done. So that didn't work out. And they also, um, the program that they had for all my regular classes, they, I guess they finally like decided to switch to their own like community college um, program of sorts. And oh, when they perfect. did that, when they did that, they, um, they messed up like everyone's academics and stuff and it was it was a nightmare it, it was a whole mess and i just wanted to wash my hands clean of it so i dropped and uh i, I haven't really been back since i've been thinking about taking online classes and i recently just signed back up to go back to community college but that was after i started to start taking streaming more seriously and YouTube more seriously. And now I have, I have pretty much almost everything I want in place. I just got to find the time to do it. And that's one of my biggest gripes right now is because all my time has been just divided up between, oh, hey, I'm working or, oh, hey, like this person needs help. That person needs help. I have to learn to have a backbone at some point. <laughs> I help out too many. Oh, I don't say I help out too many people. I just... I don't know how to say no, and I just always um, end up helping out everybody. Interesting. I'm nervous for my shot today. I am I'm getting vaccinated and I know this is a hot topic, but um uh I I'm curious to to see what happens um just because I know a lot of people get uh feel feel meh the the second round, but some people also don't feel very hot with the first round, so. Uh. Should we make that into a topic too? Because we do have we, two opposed. <laughs> we 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 can we can see. Like I said, with mine. I didn't want it, but I figured to do it. Get it out of the way. And on the bright side, the needle is very tiny. It's very thin. So you I barely feel it. Oh, nice. 
Um, I always say this whenever I get a shot. Um, I I usually show them my tattoos on my wrist, and I'm like, despite the fact that I have tattoos, sometimes this gets a smile or a giggle. Um, I'm like, despite the fact that I have tattoos, uh, do not tell me when you're gonna stick me. Um, and I don't want to see the needle. Um, so do you have any cool pictures I can look at or something? <laughs> there was, it was, it was funny. One time I went to go get blood drawn and, um, the nurse laughed and she's like, actually, we have a Where's Waldo, uh, picture right there. And I'm like, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I... Like, just like look at your phone or something. Just like pull up Twitter or something, scroll on that. You barely feel it, and it's just like poke that done. Literally, it's that <laughs> fast. Right. Did you have to move your arm a lot for the first one to make sure, or like, did they tell you to do that? No. Okay. They're just like relax your arm. So I just let it fall, and then she just. Poked, you know, pressed down the plunger, and it was done. Hmm. It takes like not even two seconds. It's pretty cool because they uh, also hooked me up with my second appointment, so I don't have to worry about remembering to do that. Yeah, I know they made me call. So I had to call. Set it up myself. I had to. Uh, I I gotta I gotta really just like make myself do do it. I don't really mind taking needles and stuff. It's just like I said, my biggest issue with the whole thing was like I don't know what long term effects it'll have, and at the same time, that could be said for anything. My mom gave me a really good rebuttal to that. She said, "I understand uh, you might not want to take it." Um because of your own beliefs and stuff. It was like, why why won't you take it? And I said, well, I don't know what the, I don't know what the, like the long-term effects is gonna uh, do to me per se. And I was like, they started out giving it to people that were around like 60 and it's not even a cure. It's just a, it's, it's pretty much a, just like a flu shot. And I don't wanna be injected with COVID-19, even though it would help me prevent from getting COVID-19. So... It's not the live virus. As far as I know, it's not the live virus. Yeah. Well, I see well, that. Question, question. Have you gotten a flu shot before? Oh, yeah. Plenty of times. It, see, I'm not scared so to get a shot. It, okay. What makes it different? Other than it's a see one of the main rebuttals. Um, I'm a I'm part of this subreddit called uh, Conspiracy, <laughs> and uh, the big big hot topic right now is um, that they came up with the virus within or with the virus with the uh, <laughs> vaccine within a year uh, of the virus being like announced to the world kind of kind of thing. Um, and I have two rebuttals for that. One, we didn't start from scratch. Two, <laughs> um, 
it must have it must have got undergone like extensive testing to be able to be released to the public. You would think, right? No, they did do a bunch of testing. They didn't just like rip something off and it's like good enough. Have fun, everyone. <laughs> All right, well, we'll just ship it out. No test, nothing. We're we're sixty percent sure this will work. Yeah, no, there were there were studies and testing and like that's why you know at first they're like there's this study done and here's what's happened with that. This one's gonna take longer because of these test results. Yada yada yada. Yeah. area i don't know I, it might just be it for me it might just be me i might just be a stubborn old old man how oh, dare the best i advice no, the best I advice i can give you is just just do it just get it out of the way just do it it's because like like i told that one woman who decided to argue about it like i know how herd immunity works my great-grandmother couldn't get the polio vaccine. She got polio as a kid. And she was very, very adamant that we all get vaccinated. And I have an allergy to a component in the flu vaccine, so I can't get the flu vaccine. And she hated it. She absolutely hated that I would not get the flu vaccine as a child. My mom wouldn't do it to me because I was sick for two weeks almost and he was very nervous and very scared. So we never got the flu vaccine again. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was always raised very pro-vax. And um, because I can't get the flu vaccine, everyone around me who has the flu vaccine makes it so that I'm less likely to get the flu. Because they're less likely to get the flu. So it's like, you don't do it for yourself, do it for other people, you know? I feel that. And I think it's like 70% or so vaccination rate that would reach that herd, herd immunity point. And as we are absolutely nowhere near that. I honestly believe it. As see, now that makes me feel bad because it's like I, I've all gotten shots for pretty much everything, um, flu, tetanus. I, I don't know why this one. I'm just like, huh. I don't know how I feel about it. It makes me very I, hesitant. I understand. I definitely understand. Uh, though. The main reason it's taken me this long is because I've been so gosh dang hesitant. As well as I've been partially waiting to hear if there's been any kind of complications um, with it. I got the so. Pfizer one. Like I said, I got it last week. Yeah. And it was only my first one because I was hesitant too, but... I also, because of my ADHD, I'll oftentimes tell myself, I'll do it later. Ah. Ah. I feel that on a spiritual ah. level. <laughs> if you tell yourself you'll do it later, and you never do it later, stop lying to yourself. 
like, I, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to schedule it now. I'll do it now. And like I said, I didn't want to do it. I still don't want to do it. I already got the first one. I'm, I, I, I want to do it for two reasons. The first reason is I'm tired of going back and forth on it. Um, personally, because like one day I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go get it. And the next day I'm like, nah, it's just not for me. Um, the other reason is I want to travel, and it's easier to travel knowing I'm fully vaccinated. Right. Then, yeah. Plus, and I want to come. Even being what? Good. I was gonna say, even being fully vaccinated, if you travel to a place with a lower vaccination rate, you're less likely to get it yourself. Indeed. Indeed. Very. I'm just... I just want to go visit, like, visit people. Like, I still need... I still want to see you guys in person, but it's like... We're not in the pandemic anymore, but like a lot of stuff is still shut down. At least over here, I don't know about you guys, we lifted the mask mandate, at least for our small little area, because we got our area under control. The whole state is still, uh, you need a mask to walk into a building. I don't know if Maryland is doing no mask or partial mask, but... I got to check that, but I think, oh, I think our governor lifted it. Indoor mask mandate to expire after state achieves 70% of Maryland adults vaccinated. And yeah. I don't know what. Like nowhere around here has, has it. It's still up to like business owners if they want to enforce it. But. Ooh, we're at 65% right now. Well, that's pretty crazy. That's how we were for a while, too, where um, it was up to businesses. Um, I think it still is up to businesses, but a lot of places around here in this area, um, they won't tell you to wear a mask anymore or anything of the sort. See, my biggest thing with the the CDC saying that uh, uh, vaccinated people can go ahead and not wear masks is the fact that there's probably a decent handful of people who are not wearing masks, but um, just you know, most <laughs> most not, people are not vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, most people are just like, well, if vaccinated people don't have to wear masks, then I don't either. And it's like, no, Karen. You're not vaccinated. You're you're not a mask on. Stop feeling entitled. Right. Exactly. Ooh, speaking of which, this is completely on a whole nother left field. Um, I know what I want to do for episode three. It's either gonna be episode three or episode five. But the main thing is the three of us have to be in attendance. That is the okay. That is the main thing. I know exactly what I want to do. Oh dear. 
Yeah, um, that sounds I made. Exciting. He sounds nervous. <laughs> so I made a chart a while back, and um, did I tell you both about the group of friends that I had that we had a really bad falling out? That I had a really bad falling out with. Refresh my memory in case you haven't. Okay, so just like how I met you guys online, um, I met a group of guys playing PlayStation, playing Black Ops Four. And um, me and my actual best friend, um, we met these two online. We became friends, started playing Call of Duty every night, and eventually we met in person. And um, and uh, we pretty much uh, got close to one another, and uh, we became really good friends. Um, after two years, though, um, something happened. Uh, we brought more people into our group to play Call of Duty because you can have up to 16 people in a lobby. And basically, um, some of the people that one of them brought in were not good people. And they started uh, hitting on my best friend's sister and trying to slide into DMs. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, so um, he got caught, and... Um, I was I was at uh I was at my friend's house that day and he he uh he showed me he said is he really trying to do this right now and he blocked him off of uh off of her phone and then it just turned into a really bad uh a bad fight and then we kind of let it go for a bit and then what was it like three four months later um uh, one of the initial four of us that started gaming on call of duty brought it back up in a conversation not in a negative way just asking a question it was like did he really uh send a message to your sister etc etc and he said yes and then no one wanted to believe him and then i stepped up you know and vowed for him because i said well i have the receipts i mean she's still blocked on his facebook like if you don't like if you don't believe <laughs> If you don't believe, um, if you don't believe me, you can literally just ask her yourself. Like you can literally text her, or like I can call her. Like I have her number. It's not that big of a deal. But like children, they wanted to bicker and argue about it, and then um, they started threatening our lives and families and stuff. So I had to cut them off. Yeah, it got really personal. Like it got personal to the point where. Um, I constantly had to go a couple nights without sleep because I was more worried that they would show up to either one of our places and do something um, to any of us than anything. So they they still are good people because there are good people like that. I don't understand how to put it. I don't understand hood mentality. You stick together. You stick together for one another, but as soon as like you have the new kid on the block, you you know you turn and change your ways, and you want to be like negative, and that's not cool. That's not cool at all. Like we've been friends for two years, and even though it's only been two years, we've started to you know get close to one another. We've you know we've hung out multiple times. We've been inside each other's homes. We've you know we've done a lot. We've built a lot of bonds and stuff, and now you're throwing it away over something you know, so simple and dumb when you can just, 
you know, solve it by just talking stuff out like adults, but they didn't want to do that. So that's wild. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm actually kind of sad. Uh, one of them, one of them, I actually, I don't know if we're, I don't know if we're friends or acquaintances, but uh, he went into the military and uh, I don't know if you viewed any of my streams or not, but I, I snap him on a regular and he seems really, uh, he still seems pretty chill, but the other one blocked me on everything and blocked him on everything. And sometimes when like I'm streaming or if I'm playing playing games and stuff, I'll get a party invite from him, but I don't I just don't go in the party anymore because you know, he's the reason that caused all of this to happen. It's like you don't have to you don't have to bring up the past and then start questioning stuff and then, you know, cause a fight for no reason. That's unnecessary. Like if if you can't agree on it, agree to disagree. I or, I hear you. Or that could just be my messed up mindset. I I don't know. No, uh, I've had no. <laughs> I've had this conversation so many times, but um yeah. In a nutshell, that's besides the point. Basically, I created a chart and. You guys just asked, what was our favorite Saturday morning cartoons? Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to play a game. It's uh, We're going to go through a chart, and I'll make a video version of that episode of the podcast. But uh, we're going to go through and debate what was your best childhood show growing up. Ooh. ooh. And it's going to be like, like so. We're going to have Cartoon Network versus Nickelodeon versus Disney Channel. It, it's going to be fun. Can we include movies? Yes, but unfortunately, they all, it's everything but anime because a lot of, at least for a lot of my childhood, was cartoons. So the whole entire chart is made of cartoons, but I can edit it and put whatever I want in there. We'll, we'll work it out. So, so <laughs> Pokemon, Pokemon, and, um, yeah, you're Let's excluding Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. So are are you saying those three are are cartoons or anime in this in this scenario? I'm gonna say Pokemon is a pass, Yu-Gi-Oh is a pass, and Dragon Ball is not a pass. Dragon Ball is I would consider an anime because okay, okay, okay. it's just because. It's just like the placement of it because Dragon Ball came out onto like Toonami at night when you had the whole lineup of hardcore shonen. And even though Yu-Gi-Oh is part of Shonen uh Shonen Jump, um it is hardcore shonen, but it's not it's less action and violence based versus Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon. Because I don't even consider Pokemon nowadays to be violent based, even though you're fighting two monsters against one another. Wait, 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 wait. But, 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 um, but, like, one of my childhood TV shows, cartoons that was not anime was Teen Titans. Oh, that's on there. I already have that on the list. I have Teen Titans. Teen Titans is totally a cartoon. Actually, well, matter duh, but <laughs> matter I don't think anyone would argue it's 
not, but it's violent. Yes, but it—I don't know how to put it. Like it's it's violent, but it's not as I would say it's not as violent as Dragon Ball because back in the old days of Toonami, they were literally. You see Goku get a hole pierced in his chest by Piccolo and like bleed out. Versus the Teen Titans, the worst they do is uh, knock a criminal out and like overbeat him up. There's, I mean, there's some blood, but it's not as extreme as Dragon Ball, I would say. I will say this though, and feel free to argue with me, but I will die on this hill. Titans Go is trash. You, my friend, you, my friend, you get a special thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) I like Teen Titans Go, and and hear me on this. I do like Teen Titans Go, and I do still watch some of the episodes, but nothing compares to the original, and... Yes. And... The newer one is trash. It is complete and utter trash. Yeah. The only reason why I watch it is because some of some of the material that was left off in the original Teen Titans um gets solved in Teen Titans Go. Like Raven and Beast Boy are a thing and it some of that gets solved. Excuse me, but I think they also did that in the the live action that new Teen Titans uh is it Netflix show? Oh god, I didn't I know did about this. No. Right? Yeah, they had a live action show where the yeah, it's called Titans. It is Teen Titans, but it's called just called Titans and it came on oh, TNT. Oh yeah. I remember I remember hearing about that. Oh. Have you seen it? I have not, but uh, I want to see it. Apparently, in August, they have season three dropping, and it'll be on HBO Max, which I have, so I might actually go watch that later. Nice. Yeah, season one and two are on DC Universe. (sighs) The OG Teen Titans, though, is goaded. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Oh, and it had but plot. It had suspense. Starfire's sister was hot. Thank you. <laughs> Who was? Starfire's Blackfire. sister. Yeah. God, I don't remember that far back. It's that basically was... Starfire, but goth. Yeah, that was like a crush for a while. Not gonna lie, <laughs> it was a really, really big crush for a while. Cartoons are why I love goth chicks so much. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, another oh, show that's on Blackfire. Hmm. Blackfire. Oh yeah, Blackfire. Hmm. Yes, Blackfire. Another show that actually is on this uh, debate list is Avatar Two. Hands down, so good. It is, and I still need to watch Korra. Don't hate me. I haven't either. It's okay. Some people say that there's bisexual um, innuendos and stuff in there, and after re-watching it, I totally see it. 
Because at the very end, I don't know that the like the very end episode. Spoiler warning. That's why I stopped. I'm just saying the very last episode. Just watch the very last episode. Right. Yes. Well, there's yes. that, and also, uh, she makes a joke, um, at like some vendor, um, being, or yeah, the vendor asks, "Are you gonna buy anything?" And she says, "What?" Can't I be bi curious? You know, like buying something. Um, and I was like, <laughs> and then everyone like super read right into it, especially because of the ending. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably wrap up our first episode here shortly. Yes, Maybe. because we all have uh stuff to get done. Yes, quite. I have to get ready to go take my daughter to karate. Ooh, fun. What yep. belt is she? She's just starting out. Okay, okay. See, we I w was going to get her to do bowling, but her grandmother signed her up for karate before I could even get her registered for bowling. Uh, did I tell you what she would prefer? He wants to do both, but the timing of both of them conflict with oh. one another. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because bowling starts at 9.30 and karate starts at 10. I hate in-laws that just, like, do whatever the hell you want. Or they want. They don't care what the parents have going on. <laughs> you, have, oh, you have yet to meet my wife. Oh, my lord. Her family. Love them to death. But every day is a new surprise for me, depending on uh, what pops up. At least you love them, unlike my in-laws. <laughs> I love you them. Save that for uh, another episode. I have written uh, down because I feel like that could be a a topic we could talk about for a while. Because yes. my my sibling's father is the epitome of bad dad. And bad Ooh. parenting. Yes, I think our next episode will be a little more spicier of the content. More stories, yes, quite. Yes, <laughs> we we need a like a whole episode where we could just do story times too. That'd be oh pretty God, dope. Yes. So normally I will be streaming these podcasts and then um afterwards normally i'm not going to have stuff going on because normally they're going to be on sundays um so after the podcast i will be talking with twitch chat and you know seeing seeing what they say and um being able to to con talk with with the community um uh this podcast will be uploaded to god what's the what's the website called Sp speaker Freaker. Freaker. And you will be able to find it on most of your uh, podcast ready platforms like Spotify, Google Play Store, and uh, and it also... Apple and... Ex ex yeah, accessed by Apple's phones and such, which is exciting. So no matter what device you have, you have no excuse to not listen. Hooray! <laughs> yes. So, 
So shameless self plugs. We don't have any um any socials for this podcast yet. We're we're dipping our toes and seeing how you guys like this. Um but if you like the content and you want to support the three awesome creators here, you can either like for example me and my sh shameless self plug um you stop by my my t my my Twitch um uh, or you can follow me on Twitter or join my Discord. Those are the main three ways that you'll hear good old updates about the podcast and you can give your opinion on what we should talk about next. I also stream. I only stream Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. One, to go around my home schedule. And two, it also works with day schedule, so I can still make her streams. Yes, I try so to do that, that too. Said, Mod power. <laughs> <laughs> you can catch me on Twitch or on Twitter. Sad boy Zach. B O I. Sad boy. Zach. Otherwise, I'm just kind of around. Nice. I didn't spell my handle. It's D De Noria is how you pronounce it. A lot of people mispronounce it. It's really funny when I go follow people and they say my name. Um, D De Nora. <laughs> I've heard it pronounced so many ways. It's just like my. It's just like my real name. <laughs> my last name is Hispanic too, so that's always fun. Um. D A E N O R Y A. I almost doubted myself. <laughs> and finally, Ken. Shout out your. Where can we find you, Ken? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Alola Ken. And you can also find me on YouTube under Alola Ken. Or you can follow me um, on YouTube uh, under uh, Kenny. Uh, was it Kenny Views? Because I have a new YouTube that I'm going to start reviewing stuff on, whether it be food, just, just you'll see. I have I have stuff that's going to be pumping out um, the beginning of June now because this week is uh, really took a toll on me, and I have to go to sleep at some point today because it's been three yeah. days of no sleep. That to me sounds wild. I I love my sleep too much to even think about going that long without sleep. People do twenty four hour streams, and I'm just I I can't I I couldn't I don't know man it's it's a lot. The three whole days. Yeah, no. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't even know how I'm human anymore. <laughs> um, and then uh, Ken, I will want to eventually if you wanna write that write down some notes for this i eventually on this podcast want to ask you about your youtube journey and how that's gone for you and you know we can we can compare and contrast how it is how it is to a, a streamer's journey mind you all journeys are different but you know this this way the viewers will be able to hear what it's like to start start fresh and and do the work Yes, YouTube. Uh, my journey through YouTube is it, it's pretty much about the same as my Twitch. I put a, a good amount of time in it, and uh, you know, growing is about the 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 same. But I'll get into the details about that uh, at a later date. It yeah. is a 
in a different episode. Yeah, I just hit a milestone on my Lily Ken channel too. Uh, I what is it? I got I think it's like four hundred views, and I got like a couple new subscribers, and I haven't even posted anything in a while. So I gotta oh, get back awesome. to that. Yes. All right, everybody. I I was taught by somebody uh, who I don't really talk to anymore, sadly. Um, that uh, to I don't really say goodbye anymore. I say until next time. I like so that. Until, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we should have to say goodbye until the final episode, which hopefully will um, not be any time here. In the, yeah. This was fun. I liked it. I liked it. Yes, I Same. love it. Until, until next time, everyone. This was fun. I, I almost said until we meet again, but that would be wrong to say too. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to figure out a sign-off. No, uh, I'd do the same thing for my... Well, I, normally when I make a YouTube video, I'm like, alright guys, that's about it. I'll see you guys next time. Peace. And Love it. Just... Right. One day we'll have a proper intro and a pop proper outro, but today is not that day. I'm working on getting an intro <laughs> solved now. <laughs> All right, and I think I can stop correct now.